Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. Here we are again. I hope everybody enjoyed last week's episode without me. <laughs> the, rest, <laughs> the rest of the gang did a fantastic job. I hated missing it, but I had this wicked, ridiculous headache, and there was just no way it was going to happen without me moaning and groaning for the entire time. So, uh, <laughs> so this week of... Besides myself, we've got Adrian and Jessica. Mr. Milford is on his uh, little three-day cruise that he he booked, so he'll be back, I don't know, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think. I'm not sure what the actual dates were, so we'll speak to him definitely next week about his last-minute cruise booking. So, and Melanie is off doing, I believe, kid things, (laughs) shuttling children around to sporting events. (laughs) So this week we're going to, I think, do something kind of fun. I mean, I don't know. It'll be fun or embarrassing. I'm not sure which way it's going to go. But uh, today, Monday, the 5th, was Fast Pass booking day for myself for the trip my family is taking uh, during the beginning of April. So we're, we're a party of 14. It's my parents, my family of five, my brother's family of four, and very good friends of ours' family of three. So it was, I stepped up to, to book the Fast Passes this morning for everybody because it was easy enough for me to do uh, and get into work a little late. So I, <laughs> we were chatting before the started recording and I said to Adrian that I had almost was going to reach out to her over the weekend to try to give me a hand planning this because, uh, as I've said before, I mean, Fast Passes are now a thing. It's never going away. Uh, I just was... <laughs> At least the booking of the digital type, not the... The paper fast passes were awesome. I loved those. I loved that system. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Uh, but whatever. It's gone. It's gone. It's not coming back. So this newer one we have to plan so far in advance, I'm not a big fan of. And even We've after, still got it in Disneyland. Just come out west. Yeah. No, I know. By the time I get out there, it probably won't be, though. Honestly, yeah, probably. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it was seemed I got a little overwhelmed for probably the first time ever trying to plan some sort of a trip. Like the dining thing I've dealt with. That's been as it's, you know, 180 days or 90 days for a long enough time that, you know, kind of used to that. And, and I could, you know, planning dining is easy. That To me, that's the easier part. Figuring out fast passes along with your times that you've already chosen your dining, looking at park times and what's going on here and trying to... I don't know, it's, it's, it's a lot of moving parts at once, and for the first time I kind of felt and understood how people and first-timers kind of could get overwhelmed, which was weird for me, because being, I mean, I'm not a regular by any means, but I've been there enough times that this kind of should be old hat for me, but it just didn't feel that way. And I felt the, like, like the stress of it was like, almost taking the joy out of it. It's like, what a pain in the ass this is. I was like, just to go and have, like, because if it was, if it was just my family of five, obviously it would be easier to to pick the fast passes, but I kind of would have been less worried about if we did everything because yes, my kids want to do the major stuff and they don't want to wait in line, but I've also 
when we've gone made them slow down a little bit and say, hey, listen, sometimes you have to wait in line or we are going to wait in line if you'd like to do this because we're not running around the park trying to get everything done in a 12-hour day or whatever it is. So the, they kind of know my approach to it and have somewhat accepted it a little bit because, uh, you know, they're not old enough to go run around the park by themselves, so they don't have a choice. <laughs> you know, and plus, you know, patience is always a good lesson to teach. <laughs> as long as your kids are, you know, willing to learn, I guess. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> I, I thought it would be fun if, if I went through kind of what I picked and I guess get judged by the uh, board. So, <laughs> and by the bo- and by the board, I mean Adrian, because I know. Uh, I was gonna say, I think I'm just judge, jury, and executioner today. So I'll just be a really supportive cheering section because I don't know go. what's good or bad. So. <laughs> no, but I think it would be interesting to hear your, if you thought it was good or bad. I mean, I know you've only been out to Disney World once, but even if you thought of it in a Disneyland respect, because there are similar experiences in both parks. Just yeah, as, and j- we just don't as, have. We don't have tiered fast passes, so right. uh, I don't really prioritize yeah. which ones I need as much as just where I am. So I'm curious to exactly. hear. Exactly. Which yeah. that tiered thing, that's what makes what you just said is pretty much kind of how I go about it. Not even with fast passes. That's how I used to go about like whichever direction I went in the park, let's kind of do what's there. And if the lines are a little longer, then so be it. The lines are a little longer here and we'll get this section done and then we'll move on to the next. Whereas now, I guess you could kind of do that at the Magic Kingdom because there is no tiering. So you could get all your fast passes in Tomorrowland and then work your way around and see how you do the rest of the day. But I don't think most people do it that way. So, or maybe they do. I don't know. (laughs) Well, see what you came up with. So anyway. All right. So we're getting in there on Saturday. Saturday morning early we'll be in. We're staying at the Polynesian, just for reference. Uh, so Saturday, first day is going to be our magic is going to be Magic Kingdom, because just with the kids, it's kind of like a tradition thing. My wife too; she likes to get in there and get over to and you're right there. Casey's, and we're right there. Yeah, I mean, we'll be rolling into the resort, drop our bags at the bag check, freshen up a little bit, whatever, throw a pair of shorts on if we've had pants on in the car because we're driving, and uh, yeah, out to the park. Uh, my brother's family and our friend's family are flying in on Friday, so they'll already have had a day. And I believe they're going to Epcot that first day. So uh, I, I'm not sure what they – I think they have a test track, and a, I'm not sure what else they picked for that day. In Epcot, it really doesn't matter. You can only pick one good one in the tier, and then you have, right. to, you have to burn the other two on something silly and then get your fourth for hopefully something else you want. Uh, mm-hmm. So anyway, we've got a uh, – so we did Big Thunder Mountain. So can I ask a question right off the bat? Sure. Um, how do you pick what park you want to go to on what day? Is that just based on Fast Pass availability? How did you decide? Um, we decided kind of with the park hours. And as I would mentioned earlier, we did make some dining reservations. Nothing the first half of the trip. We only did three the back half of the trip. So we're staying a Saturday through a Friday. Uh-huh. So the Tuesday, we're doing the Spirit of Aloha, the Luau, at the Polynesian. So that's right there. So that's a 5.30 show. Uh, and then the Wednesday morning, we have a Kona breakfast at 8.50 in the morning. And then for the final night that we're all there together, Thursday, we have a 6.30 at La Hacienda in Mexico Pavilion. So those are the only three meals we we pre-booked. Everything else is going to be, you know, whatever, snacking on the fly. You know, a flower garden is going to be going on, so there is booths around there. The days we're in Epcot, which is, you know, I'm sure we'll, you know, hit some of those as well. So mm-hmm. um, when we're traveling as a group like this, they like to go with the early morning stuff. If I was there by myself or just myself and my wife, we'd probably go opposite of early mornings just because that tends to not be where the crowds are. <laughs> uh, right. So, you know, there's two there's two theories to it. There's you go and you do whatever you can in that first hour in the morning. And, you know, usually... I, so, I mean, the only example I can use is when I was there in September when I traveled with the with a group of friends the morning I went on my own 
and I got up in Rope Drop Magic Kingdom. It was early morning from 8 to 9, and I got there at 8 and hit a, did a bunch of things before 9, and I had about another hour before I noticed that people were really coming in in droves. By like 10, 10, 15, then as I was heading back towards the hub, I can just really see the mass of people coming in under the train station. So I was like, all right. This is the rest of the people who have the younger kids who don't worry about getting here for rope drop, and this is when they're coming in the park. So this is right. my, this is my cue to leave. So that being said, even though the park opens at eight, I think you have a good solid two hours that you can get a bunch of stuff done before you need to start using a fast pass or booking your fast pass. And I think Adrian, I think we've talked about this before that there's mm-hmm. no sense getting a fast pass for a time within the first two hours that the park is open. Yeah, the only time we do is if I'm, like, let's say that I'm going to rope drop to fireworks kind of day in Magic Kingdom, and I want to burn through my first three fasts so that I can continue to get them throughout the day. Right. Because then I can do a 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12, and then as soon as I hit mine at 11, I'm free to get them whenever they're available. Right. So that's the only time that I change that. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Now, I have a silly question. Well, I don't know if it's silly, but, and I probably should know it. So after you burn those first three, I know you can get a fourth and a fifth and sixth. Do you, can you go through the app to do that now? Or do you still have to go to those kiosks? Or those no, kiosks you can go gone, through the right? app. Okay. That's you what I You can go thought. through the app. And literally, as soon as you scan your fast pass for your third one, while you're waiting in the fast pass line, you can get your fourth one. Oh, no. Nice. And okay. it could, like, let's say you had an 11 to 12 and you used it 11 to 15. Right. You can find one that starts at 11 to 20. Oh wow. Okay, that was going to be my next question because I've honestly I've never I've never done it. Yeah. I've never That's done what it. um my husband and I did when we went by ourselves last year. Um we just I think we had done half park like we did a half park at maybe Hollywood Studios that morning and we went to Epcot that afternoon, not Epcot, Magic Kingdom. And we used all of our fast passes early morning and then started just booking Magic Kingdom ones. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So that's good to know because there's a couple days towards the end. I think we're going to do split days. So. And I think we ended up with seven fast passes that day total. Nice. So it's almost like the old school. <laughs> except yeah, you, it is. Except you don't have to run to the machine to put your yeah. your uh, ticket in. But. And the only place that doesn't work is well, Epcot and um, Hollywood Studios now that they're tiered. Um, right, because every, everything's usually sold out by the time you're done. Yeah, and you can't go back and get a tier one. Once you've used tier one, that option is gone. Really? So, yeah, it's gone. Like, right. if you chose Soren, Frozen Ever After Test Track, you're screwed. Well, that's some horse pucky. Yeah, it sucks. Because I was wondering about that, too. That's that's some bold donkey. How the yeah, hell do they get I mean, re- Man, they better change that. That's Because we must always pick Soren because yeah. it's our favorite. Right. Except for, like, unless we had a garden grill breakfast or something. But Right, right. So what's the logic of that? Why do you think they, they changed it? And I haven't figured it out yet. I think <laughs> I think for Epcot, they did it that way because Soren and Test Track seemed to be the only things that were drawing the numbers and Mission Space kind of when it first opened. So everybody was, those two lines were constantly after the, within an hour of park opening or an hour and a half to two hours and they stayed that way until the park closed so now it forces so the way i think the reasoning at epcot for the tiering was they forced you to pick one and then you either have to so what the strategy is now is which we did on the day we're going to epcot you pick a fast pass for one for like you rope drop the other and you rope drop the other and so you can do both in one day and you just got to you know what I mean? If you do the fast pass for, so like we did a fast pass for, I believe, Soren, because like my parents don't enjoy that. So we can hustle a little bit and, and head right to Soren when the park opens. And my parents do like test track. So I'm sorry, vice versa. Right. So we can go over to test track and boogie over there. And my parents can, I'm still doing it backwards, whatever. <laughs> We're going to go do one. You rope drop Soren and you've got your right. fast pass for test track. Yes. Like in your back pocket. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and then my parents don't have to run to get to the rope drop of, of the one that they don't want to go on just so we're all together. They can just mosey over towards test track and we'll head over there to do the fast pass or whatever the hell order I did it in. So, And then the next day we go to Epcot, We we'll, you have to put Frozen in the mix now because since that's in the tier. And then you got to pick... 
whatever you want for the other couple. So yeah, we always end up with um, the Mickey character meet. Yeah, that's we what we do, do that so, one. Yeah, and Mission Space because it's the only other slight thrill attraction that there is. That's tier two. Yeah, I think that's what we did too. I might have done a Spaceship Earth on the second time as well. Cause sometimes that yeah. does, that does get fairly busy, even though it's a constantly moving thing. But yeah. All right, so. So our first day, Magic Kingdom. Uh, so we've got a Big Thunder Mountain at 11.20, Jungle Cruise at 1.45, and Mine Train at 3.25. I didn't book these. My buddy booked these before I got a chance to. So, I mean, it is what it is. Those are fine. Uh, you know, we're going to be at the park the whole day. So in between all those, we'll hit what we can do in between. I mean... You know, you try not to... These are all somewhat in the same area. Big Thunder Mountain and Seven Dwarfs. Eh. I mean, <laughs> Big Thunder and... Uh, I mean, if you walk around the back way through like, Big, by Animation and stuff. Yeah, Big Thunder and Jungle Cruise are the same yeah. area, generally. You come out of Big Thunder, you cut through by Country Bears, and Jungle Cruise is right there. And then, yeah, then you got to go all the way over to Fantasyland. But uh, that's good that it's later in the day. And generally, we I know you have an hour window. Some people don't go right away when it starts. We generally are right there for when the time begins for it. We're very, mm -hmm. Unless we're rushing from somewhere else or coming late from a meal or something like that, do we rarely, you know, go on. And sometimes path. we do, like... When we're at Hollywood Studios, I know we're not there yet, but when we're at Hollywood Studios, I'll make my Rock and Roll Coaster and Tower of Terror back-to-back, -back, and I'll hit whichever one I get first at the very last 15 minutes so that I can then hit the very front part of my second Fast Pass, since oh, they are literally you. right there together. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Otherwise, you're standing around waiting. Right. And Otherwise, it's literally a two-minute walk from right, one attraction right, right. to the next. Yep. See, now the... The, the, the tricky thing that's going to be now that I'm thinking about it because the parade is now at 2 o'clock not at 3. 3 so Jungle Cruise is 145 to 245 so if you're in that area you're kind of trapped yeah. to get back over to Mine Train so it may be worth hanging around like do like Pirates or something like that and hit the Jungle Cruise towards the end. I mean, it's only about a 15-minute ride, anyway. But yeah, know, including loading and unloading. So if you get there 2:30ish in line, depending on how the line is, if you're over in that area, you're trapped there anyway because right. the parade's coming through and you're not getting across. Starts in Frontierland mm -hmm. and comes towards Main Street. So by the time you got out of Jungle Cruise, you could probably by 2:45 it's done in the past in that area so you'd be able to kind of follow it through towards fantasy yeah it's past liberty square so you'd be able yeah. to go around by haunted mansion small world rapunzel bathrooms and go that way right and you know all the way around into uh fantasy land instead of cutting and depending on the, the lines for haunted mansion you could possibly hit it on the way yeah no absolutely absolutely yeah 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 and you know if it's you know 20 minutes or less i'm i'll, I'll jump in line it's not a big deal so yeah, that's totally. so that's what we have for that day and or lunch. Sorry. What's that? I said or lunch. Yep. Yeah, or lunch. Yeah, I don't know what we're you know food wise. I don't know other than those meals. It's going to be whatever kind of everybody's in the mood for yeah. and wherever. Uh, so that's Magic Kingdom Day, and uh, I've still not seen Happily Ever After. So I don't know if that is the night we will stay late and and check it out i mean the parks close early it's nine o'clock pretty much all every park the whole time we're there there's a few late hours for epcot and animal kingdom but other than that it's basically nine to nine all four parks every day which right. which is fine i mean you know because being with the kids it's not like we're going to be out all hours anyway mm -hmm. especially with my youngest being five Right. <laughs> so, so that's Saturday. Sunday is uh, studio day because there is early hours at the studios at eight o'clock. So we will get there for uh, rope drop then, 
and probably go right to Toy Story Mania because that's a lot of people's favorites. I have a fast pass for Toy Story at 9.50 and then a fast pass for Tower of Terror for a handful of them, whoever wants to go. I have a feeling that one's going to end up getting canceled out for something because I feel like my kids are going to wuss out on it. So, which is fine. I, you know, I'm not going to force them. Uh, and then we have a star tours at two 30. Uh, and if it was up to me, I would leave the park then, but I know my brother and sister-in-law and the kids really like phantasmic a lot. So mm-hmm. I'm told we're at least they are going to, which means my kids are going to want to see it too, just because all the cousins are going to want to be together. So, which is fine. You got to queue up a little longer to wait for that one than I care for. That's been always my downfall. So we had thought of maybe getting rid of the Tower of Terror Fast Pass and those who wanted to go on it just, I mean, you got to wait in line and get a Fast Pass for Fantasmic. Just Okay, but is Fantasmic Tier 1 or Tier 2? I don't remember. I'd have to look. Hang on, I'm trying to find it. Um, because if it's tier two, then you don't have to. You can just try to grab one as your four. That's true. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't think of that. See, I never. I, I, that fourth thing is not like in my uh, train of thought because I just never have used it before. But I, I think right. I think I'm going to get a lot of use out of it this time. I, it's I really good. Oh, if, I, you know why I never bothered with it because when it first they, when they first started doing it, you had to go to one of the in park kiosks to get it. Right. And I was like, I'm not right. waiting in that friggin' line. I'd rather wait in the line for the attraction than wait in the line to get the fast pass for the attraction yeah. <laughs> because the lines were that bad. Yeah. I mean, you were waiting sometimes 45 minutes an hour to get to, to get the kiosk. other fast pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's see Hollywood Studios. So if that's the case, if it's on a tier two, then I, oh, I, it's my stuff says tier one. But I, you're probably right. It probably yeah. is because I believe when they used to do wishes, well, there's no tiering in the Magic Kingdom, but right. but Illuminations, I know, in Epcot is a tier one, I think, as well. So if you pick that for your fast pass, you're not doing any anything else. Right. So why is the Magic Kingdom the only one without tiering? Because there's As, well, so much. There's 30 attractions. So everybody's yeah. always doing something. And Animal I mean? Kingdom doesn't have tiering either. It just has this weird thing right now while Pandora is so popular. Yeah. Oh, can, but it normally doesn't. It normally doesn't. The only And really, it still doesn't have tiering. It's just there are two attractions in Pandora, and you, and you can, can only fast pass one of them. You can only okay. choose one, right. So okay. it's... Yeah, it's a tier, but it's not because that's the only. Yeah. Those are the only two attractions affected by it, because you could get Flight of Passage and Everest and the right. Safari or or Kali or any any of the other big ones. And do you think the Magic Kingdom would need it, or are there enough e-ticket attractions that it really doesn't? Im- like, there's not one that's ridiculously longer than the rest all the time. Still, the Mine Train. That's it. And Space yeah. Mountain. And honestly, Space Mountain. Space Mountain always has a line. From park opening to closing. That's here. Yeah. That's true in here, too. I mean, but. it just is. It's just, it's just one of those. I mean, Thunder and Splash will get lines, but it's never. It's not the same, though. But they yeah. don't exceed an hour. No. Yeah. Typically. I mean, even on a even on a not peak time, you know, like this month, January and February, before spring break season starts, I bet you there's not a day that uh, Space Mountain doesn't get near an hour and a half and hold it for most of the day. Yeah. It may taper off. Yeah. later on but you know there's no nighttime parade so nobody's leaving to queue up for that uh, you know you got the fireworks show but I, you know i don't know it's popular people like it but i don't know if it's you know if the park empties out and everybody goes heads to the front for that because you're only waiting for that there's no uh celebrate the magic before it anymore because it's kind of what the fireworks show is i guess it's both things is together. there not i thought there still was are they still doing it? I thought. They I don't st- know. I thought honestly. they. St- I thought they stopped it because there's so much projection with happily ever after. I mean, it's entirely possible. I have no idea. I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never. I haven't. I never watched the video of it. I didn't watch any parks blog streams of it. I was like, this one. Let me just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be. See how uh, that worked out for you. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right. So that's so studios. That's what we have, and we'll probably end up staying for a Fantasmic. Um. I really like the Star Wars fireworks. I wish you can do both, but you can't because they do them at the same time, which mm-hmm. boo on them because there ain't a hell of a lot more to do in that park. 
Exactly. And, you know, as my brother said to me this morning, he was like, I really don't want to go back to studios. I, you know, one day is fine or whatever we do. I said, no, I agree with you. I said, I, I said, if kids don't want to do Fantasmic, I said, I'd be out of there at, as soon as our Star Tours thing was done mm-hmm. at, at 2.30 and go somewhere else. You know, either, Definitely. you know, back to Animal Kingdom or, you know, my choice would be Epcot, but you know, it's just not, <laughs> the kids aren't going to wander around while I stuff my face. So. Exactly. <laughs> I have the same struggle. I know. <laughs> so anyway, so the Monday day after we have Animal Kingdom because that is there's an early morning for that too. So our plan for that is, let's see what I booked here. So I have I got a flight of passage for the first available time, which was 11 o'clock in the morning. So it's perfect. That's impressive. Yeah, and actually, I, I could have picked, or there might have been one earlier slot. I think I did it at 11, because that just seemed like, a good, uh, I don't know, it was nice. Maybe a good time. have yes. something to eat beforehand or whatever. Uh, so I got Flight of Passage at 11, Everest at 1240, and then we wanted to do a safari close to dusk, so I got one 550. So yeah. 5.50 to 6.50. So I'll see as it's... I don't know what time it's going to be sunsetting down there. I know we've already will have moved the clocks ahead. And I know it's in the south, so it stays lighter longer anyway. So I figured that was a good time slot. Because then the, one after, the next one after that was later. It was like 6.45 to whatever the last one of the park is. So that was too late. You know, my brother was like, let's try to do one for sunset. So, but, so the theory behind this day is we're going to get there rope drop and do an early morning safari as well because those are always good too so if we catch are you interested in a navi river journey at all i think we're going to try to get that for another day or or a split park but yes i do want to my brother and them they all saw they all went there because they ran the marathon in uh november the wine and dine Mm -hmm. so they went and they saw both of those things and my parents then. So my family and our friends are, are have not seen any of them yet. Yeah, I definitely want to do... No, I definitely want to see all of it. So either I'll try to get... It's probably going to be sold out by the time we get out of the safari that late. So Yeah, and, but I was going to say, if you rope drops Navi with early morning... You said that we had early morning math or... Yes, it was, yeah, 8 o'clock hours. early March. yeah. Yeah, you could probably... Because everybody's going to run a flight of passage... Oh, you could true. probably, I mean, you could probably rope drop Navi and then still have 30 minutes of the extra magic hours to run to so safaris because safari. you're not going to get a That's line true. for safari till close to 10. Oh, uh, you're right. I didn't even think of that. That's a good idea. That's a real good idea. Yeah, that's it's, all right. So there's our plan. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you I should have talked to her first. So now I got to write all this down so I don't forget in two months. <laughs> Listen, I'm literally looking at my spreadsheet from my last trip right now Attica. to remember. So. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep better notes on this one because it's been a while since we've traveled with a group this big and oh, with yeah. all the kids being older and this. So I really want to keep track of how you do for it for research purposes and then to you know to talk about after just as a trip thing and you no know, because it helps because it, it, then it, I think it'll if I have something to go to for whenever the next time we go is it's kind of a better. Listen, this is what, how we did last time. This is what you guys liked and didn't like type deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it's good for that. Definitely. Yeah, so I think, you know, and then we're going to be, we'll be at the park for the day. Uh, the good thing is nobody has an interest of doing Rivers of Light again. Oh, right? Because <laughs> I asked my brother, because I forgot that they were they were only there for, I think, four days. of the. They did a long weekend just based around the race. So I asked him, I was like, oh, I said, I said, you guys did Rivers of Light last time. He said, yeah. I said, what'd you think? And he was like, eh, eh. I was like, right? I was like, you didn't hate it. I said, but it's not like, he was like, we waited way too long for it. And he said, and by the time, you know, because they did standby, they didn't fast pass it like we did. Um, and he's like, I don't know. I just, it didn't. And I was like, yeah, that's how I felt about it too. I said, we did it. It was okay. It was lovely. I, but I have really don't have a burning desire to do it again. <laughs> yeah, we did a um, dining package. So we did Husker House. Oh, okay. And then River of Light and to kind of, you know, sneak in and get a fourth Fast Pass. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Uh, Tusker House was <laughs> worth it. 
but Rivers of Light was not. Yeah, yeah. No, Tusker House is great, but yeah, no. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it was just really, I, I remember with all the hype and everything, and I know I talked about it on here when we saw it, it was just, I was just so underwhelmed by it. Yep. And, you know, I can't even be sorry about it. I'm like, it just doesn't, I mean, eh, I don't know. And it's not even because it didn't have fireworks. I just didn't, I don't know, <laughs> I didn't just didn't get it. <laughs> There's no magic. That's the problem. No. There's no Disney to it. No. I mean, it was visually, it was cool what they were doing, yeah. but it just didn't, there was no, like, story. Like, I don't know, it didn't flow to me. It didn't just do anything. I don't know. And, like, I don't love Fantasmic, but no, at I the don't end, either. with all the characters out on yeah. the boat, I mean, at least there's some Disney magic to it. That's just pretty pictures on water. Right. Yeah, Fantasmic doesn't make any sense either, if you think about it. No, it makes zero sense. <laughs> it makes zero sense. But I know the kids like it, because there is a ton of characters. There's, you know, the Maleficent Dragon is cool, the Jafar Snake. I like that part of it. I like that stuff. The, you know, the, the bang when they start the... Pocahontas scene always makes everybody jump, so <laughs> that makes me laugh. <laughs> but other than that, it literally, if you think about it, that show makes zero sense. <laughs> it's like there's the story, oh, okay. just, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, I know, Jessica, you're, I guess, the, the one in Disneyland, I think, is better because it doesn't have that awkward Pocahontas scene smacked in the middle of it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And I honestly think the reason it's better is just because it's more in your face. I mean, you're 10 feet from the boats. So oh, yeah. it's much easier to forget about the fact that the plot makes no sense and just be <laughs> amazed by Because when the special effects are that close, right. they're much more impressive, you know? Yep. So if, like, I watched a live stream of, they did a Fantasmic live stream from Disneyland a couple months ago. And it definitely was less impressive watching it on a, like, zoomed out. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> right, oh, right, right. okay. But yeah, when yeah. it's, you know, in your face, it's different. Yeah, no, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, see, if you get too close to the one here, you just get sprayed with water the whole time. <laughs> if you're in, like, those first three rows, you get the overspray from the damn mist, especially if it's windy. Yeah, so far, I've never experienced that in Disneyland. I wonder if they blow air on it or something. I don't know. I just don't get that close. I don't need to be that close to the railing. That does no, happen no. with World of Color. If you're in the front, you get soaked. Yeah. Yeah, you get pretty... I mean, you you get you get pretty wet here. Um, all right. So, yeah. So, that's our Animal Kingdom day. And then I, I'm very interested to see the... You know, all the new stuff at night. I definitely yeah. am uh, dragging the big camera here to get tons of new pictures of that land. and Because it's all new stuff. So, I just want to get... Yeah, I can't wait to hear your take on it because I love it. Yeah, I'm very interested. I've, I've, again, I've stayed away from, I mean, I've seen pictures and shots, but I haven't, like, oversaturated myself by either watching people's periscopes or any of that other stuff. So I really don't, other than, like, some of the promo stuff they had before it opened, I really don't have much idea of what it's going to look like at night. Mm -hmm. and even during the day, for that matter. Like, I've looked at stuff, but not nothing to any extreme amount you know what i mean i really am unfamiliar with you know other than just looking at the map and seeing what the layout of the walkway is but <laughs> other than that i really you know i haven't educated myself much on the whole place so which is exciting to me because then i'm you know going in as an explorer i'm gonna explore <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna wear a pith hat and get all uh, get all magellan in there <laughs> oh my god i love it <laughs> All right, so anyway, so next, on the Tuesday, what the hell do I have here? Ah, Tuesday, Epcot. So there's no early morning, there's, Epcot is open late that night for uh, 9 to 11, it's got late hours. So that's uh, where I was confusing myself earlier when I was trying to figure it out. So I have a fast pass for Soren at 9.55. So yeah. we'll, we will rope drop over to Test Track. Uh, those who want to ride it can ride it. Uh, my little guy is not going to be tall enough. I know that. So uh, I will probably stay out with him and then either do the rider swap, I guess, because I've never done that. Oh, no, we've used that before. So now I know how that works. <laughs> that always eluded, that always eluded me for years, too. I was like, how the hell does that work? How do, what do you have to do? Who do you have to talk to? But now I, we did it, I believe, last time. So now I kind of know what's going on with that. And it, and it benefits the other kids. Cause like, yeah, they get to ride it twice in a row. <laughs> 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 I 
And actually, my son's probably just gonna be like, I'm just gonna go in the the uh, the single rider line and just ride it a million times in a row. Heck yeah. Because that's what he did last time with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I did a mission space because I know my daughter's gonna. My daughter likes it and she'll she'll enjoy the new one. And I'll just keep my mouth shut about how dumb it is. <laughs> and I know my my niece and nephew do enjoy it. Uh, they liked the new one when they went. You know, my sister-in-law was like, "What the hell happened?" I was like, "I, was like, I don't know. I said you're talking to me." I said, if you listen to the sh- to the podcast back in September or November when I did my trip report from them, I said, you can hear me complain about it. I said, but yeah, I, I don't know what they did. I said, they dumbed it down beyond dumbing it down. But anyway, so did a thing for that, and then we did Spaceship Earth as the third one I did for Epcot. And they're all in the morning. Everything's done. Oh, no, it's not. So, yeah, yeah 9.55 for that. 11.20 for Mission Space, and then 1.45 for Spaceship Earth. So that would be like an after-lunch type deal. Yeah. Oh, I uh, love Spaceship Earth. I do, too. It's my wife and I's favorite uh, attraction there, for sure. So, yeah, it would definitely hit. So probably it's weird because, let's see, Mission Space. We'll probably head back. I'd say we probably will head back over to the land to have something to eat. And then, because I'm not going to wander into World Showcase to eat and then come back all the way to the front of the park for Spaceship Earth. So that's kind of weird time for it. But, and then, so if we hit that right at quarter to two and then head over to World Showcase and check out all the flower and garden stuff and whatever. And it's, you know, it's less, it's just the evening end of it then. And for those, because not everybody in my family enjoys illumination, so... Oh no! What is that? That's the that's Tuesday. Okay, so we have anyway. We're not going to be doing much after Spaceship Earth. We're probably going to be heading back to the Polynesian because we have our uh, dinner show. We have the Luau at five thirty. We can, we have to check in at four thirty. So we'll probably head back after Spaceship Earth and relax. Kids go in the pool, whatever. And then my parents uh, graciously offered that after the Luau, if we wanted to go to Epcot to do late hours, they would just hang with the kids at the resort. So. What good parents. I know. I'm only hoping that the rooms are somewhat close together. I mean, we did a travel with and all that other stuff, but we all have uh, studios. There's no one bedrooms or lock-offs or anything else. So I'm hoping that we're all somewhat close so that's easier for them. If not, then it is what it is. Right. Um, so and then so after the little, I think that's our plan. Either and I and you know what? I don't care. Then if that if that's the case, then. I'll go sit we can go sit down at Trader Sam's on the outside or whatever and the kids can hang out for a little while and then can go put them to bed and then I don't know leave one phone in there on FaceTime and then go back to Trader Sam's (laughs) (laughs) be like a baby monitor (laughs) that's hilarious they'll be so tired and a very good idea (laughs) they'll be so tired they're not going to wake up anyway Uh, so so that's Tuesday, and then so and then Wednesday. I don't know if I if I did anything for the last two. Oh yes, I did. Wednesday did Magic Kingdom again. So we did some stuff in the morning that we didn't do the first day. So I figured if we get there for a park opens at nine, hit some of the things first thing in the morning that they want to do. Maybe Space Mountain again for those who want to do that. Um, possibly Thunder again. Because then I have a, I did an eleven twenty Splash Mountain, one twenty for Peter Pan, and then Pirates at two thirty. So and then whatever else in between. I'm sure, there's a haunted mansion that can be in there. I know, gotta go to Barnstormer and Dumbo and mm-hmm. those. But Dumbo, I don't generally waste the fast pass on because you go, you get the pager, the kids go running around in the little play area, and then you're good to go. I tell you what, that that play area like freaks me out now. We went, I mean, it's been years, honest goodness, years. But my daughter was two, maybe, and they were running around and it's kind of insane in there. Yes. And some little girl, like, kicked her in the nose. Oh, boy. And, yeah. like, they were climbing, you know. I mean, normal playground stuff. I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, this I know. This might be more stressful than staying in line. 
you can't just you can't just sit and not watch for that reason because of, right. uh, because of those parents who do that and don't pay attention right. to what their kids are doing and then it turns into the it's like it's like a giant friggin caterpillar room from yeah. from Toy Story 3 oh, yeah yeah it's just a goddamn disaster <laughs> yes. oh man so speaking of trying to find where it went because it's relevant to to the Polynesian because it just came out today by the time I find it I'm gonna waste a lot of time here <laughs> so anyway oh here it is so Tambu Lounge home of the, of the famous Lapu Lapu I mm-hmm. guess is starting to have morning drinks yes I saw that you saw that okay so I, I had shared that on Facebook with the people traveling with us and I said, "Oh, look! Now we have breakfast. Every, now we have our breakfast menu set for every morning. <laughs> so they have some good uh, drinks on there. Your classic mimosa, a, a bloody mary, uh, a lot lapu lapu, and then two other rum-based uh, juice, rum and juice drinks. So I'm very much looking forward to trying some of those. Uh, I didn't look too much into the." article as far as like what time it opens and all that other stuff so um i'd put it on twitter and i people were like oh you know you know what time is it open is it opening at nine in the morning well one could only hope but probably not it's probably like a lunchtime thing i I don't know what time tambu lounge normally opens so i would assume uh this would be much earlier than that so anyway so so the next, so after the luau, so then Wednesday, since we're staying in the Polynesian, I did a Kona Cafe breakfast at 8.50 in the morning. So that's why our first fast pass that day is until 11.20. So it's kind of a slow morning. No reason to rush and, sp- and go crazy. And then our thoughts of that was after we were done at Magic Kingdom, probably go back to maybe Animal Kingdom again and see if we can do other stuff that hasn't that we didn't do i know my brother wanted to do it's tough to be a bug and things of that nature we'll probably won't get on any of the avatar stuff a second time i wouldn't think because those fast passes are going to be sold out by the time we have to use our third fast pass at magic kingdom so i would assume those are going to be a one and done unless we wanted to go there another morning Uh, And then the Thursday, uh, we did an Epcot day again, because then we have the dinner at La Hacienda. So I don't know if that's, um, that you know, and that's kind of a strange thing, too, because with its tiered system, so since we were doing the other two already, and this one, we would probably do the same thing. So I did a Living with the Land at 9.05. So Mm -hmm. what we will probably do is rope drop and head right to there. And those, mm-hmm. who, those who want to do Soren can go on Soren right at 9 o'clock when the park opens. Oh, I'm sorry. That's an early magic day, too. So 8 o'clock. So we can kind of do the same thing. Head over to Test Track. If people want to do that a second time, hit Test Track and then boogie over to uh, Soren. And if it's not, if time allows, and you can do a Soren standby before you have to get on our boat ride at 10 o'clock or if the line's not crazy and that fast pass expires and we just do a walk up for living with the land that's fine right. and then we do and the- if and you had mentioned doing rider swap before too because if your group is splitting get them to get rider swaps for the other attractions oh okay i got you yeah test track would be the only one because like i guess okay. both my parents like that one so and my little guy's not gonna be tall enough so right um yeah, so unless one of them doesn't want to do it a second time, that's fine. Soren, they don't go on, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, he liked that, so he came on with this last time. I'm I love sure. Soren. I love that too, and you know, and I know people still complain about the CGI and this and the other thing. I don't really care. I don't it care. I love it. I love it too. It didn't bother me, and honestly, I didn't notice some of the things that everybody was nitpicking about because I just don't study it that much. I just I get in there, enjoy and it, and I just friggin' enjoy it. <laughs> it just it's that simple. I loved the old one. Got choked I love up the every new time. One. I love all of them. I love them. I love the I love new them. one. I love the new one even more because you get to fly over Epcot at the end, oh, and it was like so... like a blubbering mess when it first came. I used to get choked up when it going over Disneyland, you know, cause Christmas mm-hmm. time, Tinkerbell fireworks. I'm like, yay. 
I, I kid you not, the, when the first time we saw the new one, and I think it was when my wife and I were, were there by ourselves, and it flew over and saw Spaceship Earth and everything else, I nearly lost. I, like, I had a hard time <laughs> not, not having full tears running down my face. And afterwards, I'm like, she looked at me, she was like, what's, she's like, are you okay? I'm like, no. I'm like, you don't understand. I was like, like, my, one of my favorite attractions coming over my favorite park. I'm like, it doesn't, it's like, oh. I know. <laughs> so, and then, uh, and then we did a late Frozen. We did a Frozen Ever After right before our dinner reservation. So we have that at like 530. Yeah. So, and that'll round out that night. And that'll round out the trip. Friday, we're supposed to be leaving. Uh, those that are flying, their flight isn't until late at night. They have to catch like a 4 o'clock Magic Express. We are driving. I know usually my father likes to get on the road early that morning, but being that we have Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to try to persuade him to at least maybe get half a day in, in maybe probably at Magic Kingdom again, just for the kids to hit some of their favorite stuff, even if we just go in and hit some of the mountains or split up. One of us takes the older two to a couple of the mountains. I'll take the little guy or, and, you know, Small World, maybe Peter Pan again, whatever. And if we're on the road by 12, 1 o'clock, it's not totally happen. good. Yeah. It's fine. I know it's a long ride to Connecticut, but we're going to spend one night anyway, so I, there's no reason to do 16 hours of driving on the first day. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that sucks on that drive is once you get pretty much past the top of Virginia, you're... Your slim pickings on where to sleep, because uh, you don't want to stop in New Jersey anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's just no place. It's not like in the southern states where there's nicer stuff on a lot of rest areas, or you know, off the highway, off of 95. Like once you get over the the Delaware Memorial Bridge, just it's pretty much just highway and service areas. So. Yeah, it's not fun. No, it's not. And that's, you know, top of Virginia is about five hours for us. So if we make it to there or mid-Virginia on the first day, then that's fine. Then it's, you know, eight, nine hours, and then you're home. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. The The savings is extra mental, <laughs> <laughs> if that's even a word. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> wasn't planning on talking about this the whole time, but... I don't know. I think that I mean it's it seems like a, it seems like a fairly good plan. Yeah, everything we'll see how all the, good to me. We'll see how all the fourth ones work out. I really really going to try to use that a lot this trip since most of the, most of all this stuff is is uh, morning to morning to early afternoon based. Yeah. And being that we're not bound to so many ADRs. You know, I was a little bummed yeah. we couldn't do one or two more, but like I said, I know my kids aren't huge adventurous eaters. My wife is to an extent. I, I would have liked to get in there for Bulma for, mm, for a fun. breakfast or something, or even Sanaa, but. Yeah, I will say though, last our last trip in December was kind of like what you're describing now. Like we didn't have a ton of ADRs and we kind of had a lot of free time almost. And yeah. it was the best trip we've taken in years. Yeah, I'm looking forward so, to it. Like I know yeah. we t they talked about uh, doing a little bit, maybe some mini golf. Um, I know my our, my friend, my brother too, they, they like the water parks. I, I don't have a desire to go there. Last time we went, my kids were, my oldest was, he liked it. My daughter was, didn't really want to go on anything. You know, she was a little nervous. This was four years ago so I know they're much older now and she'd probably have a great time but I, I don't you know this is one of those trips where you know we're kind of being cost effective to some so that's mm -hmm. that, that's why we're limiting the ADRs as well I mean the Luau is an expensive show you know right. and, and similar like for when we did Hoopty Doo I don't want to sit all the way in the back so we we got tier one seating so it's expensive it's whatever near $70 I think or something for adults I mean, there's a little bit of a DVC discount, I believe, but not a hell of a lot. And I, I really enjoy the show. I know it's campy, but at least the front half of it. I enjoy the food because it's <laughs> more or less the Ohana dinner, less some of the things. I know people complain about it and they say the food isn't good sometimes or the show is dumb or whatever, but 
you got to take it for what it's worth. You want a real luau, go to Hawaii. Right. You know what I mean? Go to Alani. Yeah, go to Alani and tell me how much more expensive it was to go out there to see it. I, I like it. You take like the same thing like with Soren. You take it for what it is. Right. I, I don't know what you think you're getting. <laughs> exactly. Yes, the story's campy. It's been that way for years. But once the story part is done and like, you know, towards the end of dinner and then like the real part of the show comes on where it's no more characters and scripted lines and everything, it's fantastic. Who knows? Who knows? And staying at the Polynesian, there's plenty of stuff to do around that resort. The pool is flipping awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 a deluxe resort, so you always got to scan your band to get in and out. So it's controlled. You're not getting resort hoppers in there. And Captain Cook's is right there to get as much Dole Whip as you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the, the outdoor, you know, the pineapple and eyes right around the corner, too. And then you got the outdoor patio for Trader Sam's once that opens at four. So I don't really mind if we have a bunch of downtime hanging out at the Polynesian. I, flipping, I love that resort. And honestly, last time when we went, we ended up going there a few times just to take a break from the Magic Kingdom or wherever and just taking the monorail over there and hanging out for a couple hours. Kids ran. My son ended up throwing a football around with some kids on that green area, kind of where they do the torch lighting ceremony. And we sat and got like some awesome nachos from inside Captain Cook's and had a drink and it was freaking amazing. It was, it was cool. So, I don't know. So that's that. <laughs> yep, good planning. I'm proud. Oh, thank you. Give the Jedi Master seal of approval. Seal of approval. Good. <laughs> now go back and second guess yourself and change everything. In that's right, yeah. Because that's what I do. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure... See, that's, you know... I'm saying to myself, as me and my brother are doing it, I'm like, ah, we can always move this or move that. But now, the more I think about it, I'm like, you know, we're not really going to be able to because it's a busy, it's a busy week. It's a, yeah. you know, it's just still a spring break week. So, I don't think it's going to be super nutty crowded because it's towards yeah. the end of the spring break run this year because Easter is the week before. So, I think that's going to be the week that's crazy. Yes. Which is good. So, I think it'll, hopefully it'll be just a little bit more manageable. And, you know, I haven't even looked at menus for Flower and Garden to see what's just, going on. Didn't they just come out, I like, think today? They, I, I think they did, because I know I was trying to find some stuff last week, and I couldn't, there was nothing printed, there was nothing out yet, so. Uh, but I haven't gone and looked yet, just to see what's what, if there's anything different, or preview, or what gardens and play areas are out. I don't know. I like Flower and Garden. I love Flower and Garden. It's, it's my favorite festival. Yeah, I mean, I like food and wine, but it's it's just it's crazy and it's chaos and it's sometimes it's just like too much it's like there's just too much to try to try mm-hmm. this is seems much more controlled there's you know half the amount of boots and the gardens are beautiful i, I can wander around the butterfly house for you know 45 minutes 45 mm-hmm. minutes taking pictures of stuff <laughs> like, yeah. a, like a weirdo so <laughs> <laughs> wander around there with my you know dslr like i know what i'm doing <laughs> we all pretend it's okay. It's the only time I use that camera is when I go on vacation. I never pick it up when it's in the house. Ever. I know. Anything. It's, it's insane. And then when I get there, I'm mad because then I'm like, I'm fooling around with it like on the fly. And I'm like, ah, I'm not getting any good pictures because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> in there. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think, Jessica? You can't wait to plan a trip to Walt Disney World, right? This sounds like fun, doesn't it? (laughs) Well, I just... It sounds so much more confusing and complicated than... And I don't know if it's... I mean, when I go to Disneyland, I usually go for two days. So the idea of planning, you know, five days at a time overwhelms me enough. And then with the (laughs) tiering and, you know... I mean, with Disneyland, you can't plan your Fast Passes ahead of time, even if you wanted to. So... Um, it's definitely a different mindset to be like, okay, I need to figure out where I want to go today. Um, and even just sticking to one park most of the day. Cause I hop back and forth all day long. So it's yeah. just, it's completely different. I'd be, I'd totally be starting from scratch if I were to plan a trip. <laughs> and can I say that like every time I start researching and planning a Disneyland trip, it stresses me out that I can't plan ahead. <laughs> oh, that probably kills you. <laughs> oh my God, it's terrible. I'm like, what do you mean I just show up? I don't understand. 
and you don't even know what park you're going to be in all day because you'll probably be in both all day. Right. And like, I don't, I don't, what do you mean I only need two days? I'm, I need five to fully experience it. I'm so me, I, it stresses me out every time. I'm, I'm psyched for that. I can't wait to just walk out of the whole, tour, you know, our whatever we stay, whenever we go there and be like, all right, we're going to go here and let's see where the day brings us because that's like, ah. Well, yeah, if you, if like you stay awesome. on property, you have to walk through downtown Disney. And then you can either go left into Disneyland or go right into California Adventure, and that's all your choices. That's so. <laughs> fantastic. I love every minute of that. Keeps See, it but really simple. <laughs> I, I, I do have to say, though, Jessica, I can understand where you're coming from, where it seems just like we feel it's weird that you're not planning for six months before you're going there. <laughs> um, the big advantage you have is if you came out here, whether it be with your friends or met your family or whatever, the fact that you don't have young children to deal with actually yeah. probably makes it a lot easier because then not that you're not going to go on those attractions, but you don't have to base your days around, okay, I got to make sure I get in stuff in Fantasyland. I got to, you know, have to do this, this, and this. So they feel like they, they enjoyed it while the older kids and the adults do the thrill ride stuff and, and things of that nature so right yeah you know what i mean you don't have to split your time in that respect you can just kind of go and and do yeah and i also was thinking about little things like i don't have to worry about where is stroller parking for this attraction right. it's in a different place than it is in disneyland and yeah that kind of stuff no, so right. i think i'm in a better position to just kind of roam around and figure it out yeah no definitely definitely because you can still do you know i think people think it's impossible to just show up and not have anything planned i mean it's going to make it more difficult especially depending on the time of year you go but But as long as you manage your expectations you're fine exactly yeah and and if you're not what overwhelms me as someone i I only went there one time so i really have very little experience is kind of the the amount of choices just the number of hotels you can stay in the number of parks that you can pick per day the number of restaurants in each of those parks as someone that has much simpler options in Disneyland, it, that is what seems overwhelming that I don't even know where to begin, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, no, there's it just is. so many options. Yeah, because you got to start six months out. You got to plan your dining. You know, park hours and stuff usually are about on par with six months. You know, mm-hmm. they kind of have to. So, yeah, it almost plays into you got to look at the calendar to see what parks are open either late hours or early morning hours and then see where you want to eat depending on where you're staying it's like it, it's like a puzzle. and you have to think okay like if i'm going like all right so i'm planning for july so we've already made our adrs for our july trip and i'm sitting there talking to my husband and i'm like okay well you have to remember you have to think almost from past experiences the last time we did it this way we were exhausted the next day. So do we really want to get up for an eight o'clock ADR if we're doing, right? if we're staying for happily ever after and, you know, until park closes at Magic Kingdom or something. So it's, oh, it is overwhelming. I'm an insane person and I enjoy it, but <laughs> I, well, it's, that doesn't mean it's not enjoyable. It's just, right. you it's have stressful. to spend a lot more time before you get there thinking about it. Whereas me, I could just show up and be like, all right, I don't know what's happening today, you know? Yeah. And my sister and I are the same. Like, we, like, revel in the insanity almost. And <laughs> That's so, good. Yeah, It'd be worse if one of you hated doing that. <laughs> we feed off of each other. It's really bad. But, like, we had our Whisper Canyon <laughs> Cafe. No joke, we had three times... Because we were like, well, what if we don't want to do this? All right, well, I'll go ahead and get a 10 o'clock just in case. But what if we decide to do lunch? Okay, well, I'll go ahead and grab a lunch. And then we're like, as it gets closer, we're like dropping those reservations and, you know, finally narrowing it down to how we want to do things. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious. You should see our text messages. It's insane. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's Well, hey, listen, if it works... Hey, but it's so fun. It's what makes it's what helps me keep up that excitement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's more of a build up. Yeah. Because people ask all the time, like, you're going to Disney again, you know? And and it's like, well, yeah. And this is what helps helps me helps it stay fresh for me. Yes, I'm going to the exact same place. I might be staying in the exact same resort, but. 
I'm making different plans and trying different things. And because there are so many options, you know, it's like, oh, well, yeah. we've never done this before. We've never done this before. We've never done it in this way before. So, yeah, no, I know what you mean about the new stuff because Disneyland has a lot fewer choices, but um, about twice a year, my mom and I just go together for a weekend to just hang out and we challenge ourselves each trip to find a new experience, which can be really hard because Disneyland is so small, but right. it makes it feel kind of new when you do something different, you know? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I can totally see that. It's probably a good time to wrap it up before we uh, over Before she that. changes her mind about Everybody giving else. you her stamp of approval. That's right. Before, before she if really... I start overthinking it, yeah. I will just make me give. I will Ladies make you give me your password, and I will do it. She's gonna add me to her Excellent text group with her sister, and they're gonna start telling me what I'm doing wrong. <laughs> oh, that's scary! <laughs> it really would be scary. It's funny. It's great, though. All right, it is. No, like you said, hey, it keeps it. Please you know, watch those conversations happen often. With, uh, just one quick thing before we go. So once again. I got a call from my boss's son on Friday. Thank you. They took a trip down to Orlando because his sister got engaged. And I guess they got engaged down there. I guess he proposed to her oh. in the Magic Kingdom, I guess, in front of the castle or whatever. Uh, so he said, so we're here for the weekend or whatever it was. He said, what? He said, well, what do you recommend? So I was like, well, I need a little more information than that. I said, you guys staying on property? What, you know? How how many days are you there? Are we gonna so this is a group of kids who are between twenty five and thirty or thirty one, so ten plus years younger than me. <laughs> so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right. I said, so let's see, what's going on there now? That would be cool. That would be different. Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't even think about Disney Springs just because my mind doesn't go there because with young children, that's not the first place I'm going to go and hang out because it stresses me out. Well, there's nothing to do during the day. I don't need to go to the mall. I don't shop. Right. And none of them are going to... You're not going to bar hop with children because what the <laughs> hell are they going to do? I mean, I can grab a drink and walk around, but that's not fun for anybody but me. So I didn't even think of that to send them there. So I said, you know what? I said, there's a little cool little thing going on over at Epcot called Festival of the Arts. I said, it's in the World Showcase half of the park. Uh, I said, if you guys are there for two days... And I never really got where they were staying... So I don't know if they were on property or not. So I said, I said, go hang out at Epcot. I said, you know, there's some stuff to do in the front end of the park called Future World. There's some attractions to do. Do definitely do some of those. Uh, I didn't even get into Fast Pass or anything else because it didn't seem like they were, you know, I didn't, I didn't have time to have a 45 minute conversation with them. <laughs> so I said, just head to the back. It's called World Showcase. It's 11 countries. There's going to be some other food offerings, quick bites. I said, and there's some cool art displays and, and interactive things you can do. And I said, I think for you guys, that'll probably be a lot of fun and something you could probably do for a few hours, you know, two separate times or whatever. So I haven't heard back from them. I don't know if they're back. I didn't speak to my boss today, so I don't know if, if they, any of them came back. But uh, I thought that was interesting. And then actually just before we started recording, my cousin is going down uh, to get the rest of the information. So she just texting me with the frantic I'm the, I don't know what to do with any of my fast passes and her kids are <laughs> and her kids are young she, I think they're three and five so she was like I just don't know what to book and when and how and this that and the other. so I sent her the same thing I was like I said well give me some details when are you guys going where, where are you staying and and so on and so forth I said I said and honestly I said I can't do this through text or I could probably email you a thing I said but why don't you just call me tomorrow? <laughs> because I can't. By the time I collect my thoughts and typing everything, I'm much better at just speaking to people. So, <laughs> Like, honest to goodness, you have no idea how excited I am to talk about this. Because I've, I've worked for the same company for about four years, but I transferred to a new location about a year and a half ago. And it's just now, like maybe three months ago, starting to come out how insane I am about Disney World. So <laughs> it's been fun to kind of watch the dawning of my coworkers. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about this too because uh, I have a family of insane Disney people, so <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, I'm not sure where I rank on that list, but yeah, we'll get into that in that episode. So uh, 
yeah, look forward, look, look for that coming soon. That's for sure. And uh, I know we're definitely uh, have Milford give a recap of his last minute cruise. It was a Marvel cruise he was doing. There was some. It was a Marvel Star Wars. I don't know. There was something going on that it was something. that he is why he jumped on it so quick. So I'm definitely interested in hearing about that. Um, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Spectral magic.